0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of The Rewind, where we rewind the latest in entertainment and pop culture news. I'm Eddie.
1: And I'm Tammy.
0: I feel like we should have like a news music at the beginning, like, you know, that old school news music.
1: Oh, so you're trying to add on to the pop, pop, pop? Is <laughs> you got that? Is that what
0: I know, like, oh, uh, <laughs> that was the blackest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs>
1: we're starting off
0: great y'all <laughs> that was like your mama telling you you need to get this before you go try to get that
1: done <laughs> yeah You're gonna be so, adding on to the list
0: <laughs> so in other words she's saying, wait till you get that popcorn till you try to add on some news music I see you I got you like I said that's the blackest shit you've ever said to me <laughs> All right. We're going to start. There's so much to get you. Like, it has just been a crazy couple of weeks since our last episode. But start off on a good note. Did you check out the Time 100 list headed by Harry and Meghan?
1: Um, I looked at it. Um, <laughs> some, some, some people surprised me. Some people pissed me off. That they made it, even though I understand why they made the list, I'm still pissed off that they actually made the list. That they have enough influence that they can be on the Times 100 most influential people. The mango um, Mussolini, like- <clears throat> huh? You're talking
0: about the mango Mussolini?
1: Him, Tucker Carlson, um, that Abdul guy who's the head of ISIS who um, took over um, Afghanistan, I believe, or he's one of you know the top people in Afghanistan for that whole <laughs> thing, like. They make the list, and I understand why they made the list. Doesn't mean that I am happy about the fact that certain people made the list.
0: Yeah. Um, I was surprised looking at the list. is actually really good. Like Sherilyn Eiffel, who's the uh, lead counsel for the NA- NAACP, and her mother was a famous journalist. Um, my boy, I was telling you about Shohei Otani, one of the baddest mofos to put on a baseball to lace up the cleats in baseball in a long time. Like he's from Jap- Japan and he's been getting comparisons to the great Babe Ruth. Say what you want about Babe Ruth's personal life, him being a racist and all that. He was a hell of a baseball player. And um, Shohei is a pitcher who who does it, on both, who delivers on both sides of the plate. Not only can he throw the heat, but he can hit it out the park too. So he's probably going to be the MVP for baseball. So those of you who don't check out baseball, follow it. Keep your eye on um, Shohei Otani. So that was a good one. Ooh, the dude from Lupin made it too. That was exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah that was. Oh, Marseille. And it just shows like how popular um, that show is.
0: Yeah, it is. And mm-hmm. we kind of just, it, what, it was one of our just like quarantine hits, like a little known yeah. quarantine show. And a it's little grown-
1: surprising on how well, how good it was, you know?
0: Yeah, um Nicole Hannah Jones, uh 1619 Project took her talents to har- to Howard. Um she she made the list as well as Allison Felix. So, um it's a pretty good list. Um check it out, check out the link. Um I'll leave a link for it um in this post and uh you can check out Time's Top 100 2021. Um speaking of interesting things, and this is just a quick blurb because, you know, um, I won't believe it till I see it. But the Golden Globes keeps trying to convince us of how much they've changed. And they don't realize that we're now at the part of action speaking louder than words. They've added 21 new diverse members. So, like I said, we'll see if they actually have a say, if this is truly the beginning of the turnaround of that shit show. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs>
1: You know what I have to say? What? How many people of color was nominated for the Emmys this year?
0: God, so many, record
1: breaking. Record breaking, right? How mm-hmm. many actually won?
0: For acting?
1: Exactly. So, <laughs> so That's what I'm saying about the Golden Globes, okay? You can do, You can hire whoever you want and put whoever you want on the board, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna be looking at those nominations and wins.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have what? Because this year, instead, usually it's Oscar so white that's trending, but this year is Emmy so white. And with all the with all the talent and all the amazing shows and streaming opening us up to so many shows that we wouldn't necessarily see, um, it was it was disappointing. Like it was a shit show. And I want to congratulate you and highlight you for actually watching the Emmys this year. And that's what. And now you're never gonna watch again. Oh. It was a fluke. It was a fluke. <laughs>
1: it was a loop i would i would say like one of my favorite award shows i know we're kind of going off test now but uh, one of my favorite award shows is the sag awards because you are voted on by the people who are also in your in your craft so the actors and actresses are the ones who are voting and saying that you are the best that they have seen because actors and actresses also watch tv and movies. Um, so I do like the SAG awards, but um yeah, the Emmys is going down the tube the way that the Oscars did, the Golden Globes, the Grammys, like all these award shows. Like it's a waste of my time now.
0: Yeah, it, I I was quite disappointed in in that. And so
1: I was just like, yeah.
0: Um also. And, and the quick follow-up, uh, Britney Spears, his father, has uh, been removed from her conservatorship. So he she's, no, she's still under conservatorship. He's just no longer the head of it or in control of it. So that's a good first step. Um, he wanted it completely ended because they think he's trying to avoid an audit. Because, like I was telling you before, there's no way she's only worth $60 million. No way. And that's a lot of money. But compared to all the work and as much as they kept her out on the road and on tour, knowing that's where musicians make their bread and butter is on tour. There's no way she's only worth she's $60 years Yeah. So um, we'll be, we'll, we'll be interested to see how that ends. And like I was telling you, I was like, I've just become so obsessed with it now since the truth about it has come to light. It's now like my lifetime movie. I hate lifetime movies, but you know, the the drama surrounding all of this is just like fascinating to me. So, um, yeah, but, you know, that's one to stay tuned for uh, to watch this space. And uh, Chester, the child molester, someone uh, people <laughs> refer to as R. Kelly, his his legal name is R. K- Robert Kelly um, has been found guilty on all charges like he's been I, he's been that to me for years. So I'm finally saying justice is served since that tape. Since the original tape has come out, that has been his name, you know. So, um. I was
1: not ready for that, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Just through the child molester. <sighs> okay, my bad. Yeah,
0: y'all, he's been. I
1: be spitting, those, Eddie be spitting <laughs> those, those lyrics right there.
0: <laughs> Someone, uh, there was a meme going around. Someone said that they called his fans the pea hive. I'm like, oh. <laughs> His supporters, those who still support him, those that he has it left. There's
1: more people than I thought there would be that would support, um, support him or say like, oh, well, we should be able to separate his, his craft from, you know, who he is as a person. And it's different with him because even his music was like based in... What he did in real life. So and, no, you can't separate his music from who he is as a. You just it's, it's
0: yeah okay. And isn't that what enabled him? I mean, isn't the money yeah. and the power and the fame and the and to be able to hide behind the cover of all of that? Because let's face it, we do give our famous people more leeway. They have more access to the protections from those things. Um, And they're able to cover it up more easily. Isn't that what enabled a lot of this or allowed it to go on for so long? Because the very first tape, there was a trial. And I had a conversation with someone about this. I'm like, there was a trial. We all saw that tape. That tape was fucking disgusting. And he was found not guilty at that trial because he was able, because of the money, because so many people but continued to buy his music, he was able to buy off the family and the girl, she didn't testify. Um, so, yeah. you know, it's like, so you continuing to support him and buy his music and listen to his music, that is what has allowed him, him being R. Kelly and not just Robert Kelly from the South Side of Chicago is what has allowed him to get away with this for so long, so blatantly. Because again, like Weinstein, And Cosby, this was one of the worst fucking kept secrets in the music industry.
1: And then people who tried to just throw the blame on the parents and everything like that. No, no. Because you throwing blame on the parents does not excuse what he did. It just says that there were more people involved in this whole entire thing than just him. But it does not excuse him for what he did. And I... I want to say that when I was younger, I was one of those that brushed it off. I didn't find it to be that big of a deal. I didn't know how serious of a situation it was. Um, Even hearing that he married Aaliyah when she was only 15 years old. Um, Like even that was just like, dang, 15. But I'm still listening to his music though
0: yeah and 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 you said it when we were younger, like when when you're old, when you know better, you do better. And when we were younger, you didn't necessarily have the mindset to process the gravity of it because we weren't fully, we weren't full adults, and we were thinking about it from looking at it from a different scope. But as an adult, you know better. Even when I was younger, I when I even seen that tape, the Leah thing you kind of skews because it was quietly swept away her 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 camp her family her parents didn't want to bring too much attention to it she just moved on to continue on her career so it's like okay if they're not making a big deal about it and again looking at it from that lens of being someone younger but when i saw and i didn't even watch the full tape when they were telling me what was on the tape i'm like he's literally peeing on a 13 year old girl and y'all think that's okay No, I don't want to watch that shit. And from that moment on, that's when he gave that Chester name for me. I'm like, no. Now, did that necessarily mean I did not listen to his music? No, because I'm not going to sit here and lie. I said I was completely off of R. Kelly. I still listened to the music. And I guess, again, from that younger scope, still trying to separate the two. But as I got older... I stopped. It's like, no, nah, like you, the more you hear the stories keep coming out, even before it blew up a couple of years ago with that R. Kelly, with that documentary, um, I, I had stopped even before then, because it's like the more you hear the stories and the more you hear the whispers and it's just like, no, nah, I'm good on this. Like one, one time could be an accident. One time could be something, but to continuously have this, this pattern, I'm like, nah. no, uh uh-uh. and and he had some hits. He had some bangers. Don't get me wrong, because that ignition remix is the shit. Um, remember on Dear White People when they were like, "Oh, does this mean we can listen to uncancel R. Kelly and listen to their go back no. to listening to the the ignition remix?" And she's like, "No, something still need to be canceled." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> So, you know, um, but yeah, I hope they throw his ass up under the jail.
1: Like for real. I have granted he has like, what is it? Seven months before he's even sentenced for this guilty um, verdict that he got. And then he has three more trials. I think he has to go through in um, different locations um, on what he has done in other states. So, yeah, I I feel this is going to drag out a little bit longer, but it's vindication that he was found guilty.
0: Yeah. And then someone, you know, the Internet being the Internet, someone looked up his bank, his his net worth. And they're like <laughs> negative two million. And so someone said my broke ass with a dollar fifty has, is worth more money than R. <laughs> now it's just like, damn, the Internet. You got to love the Internet sometimes. So um, also just to follow up on something we talked about, and we don't have to get too much more into it because I think we've said all we need to say. But it's a great segue. Nicki Minaj straight up lied. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Like, she has said that the woman that her husband had assaulted was white. The woman, she's black, and she went on the reel last week. Um, and she gave her and she told her side of the story. You can catch the mm-hmm. clips on YouTube or whatever. And so I was I it, it kind of always wondered when she said woman to woman. I'm like, not too many white women that I know of go Betty right when they talking to you, when they breaking it down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like. Oh, she must have had some flavoring in her life. Like she got some black friends. She knows something about the hood or whatever. But I was like, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that makes complete sense. So add that on top of her myriad of lies and deceit just to try to get out of. uh, Yeah. So you and I take it by your side. You're like, who the fuck cares? (laughs)
1: No, it's not like you know. I care, but you know I went on yeah. a whole big rant last time, <laughs> so I'm trying to stop myself from going on a rant. So I'm just gonna let you say your piece, and we are gonna move on because we we, we do not want to get Tammy on this rant about how fucked up Nikki Minaj. See, see, Eddie, talking- <laughs> move on, Eddie, move on. Okay,
0: we're gonna move. We're gonna we're gonna move on. But yeah, that's really all I want to say is that she lied, and I'm sure I'm. Quite positive, this is not the end of the story because as they get closer to her husband's sentencing, um, I'm sure we'll hear more about it and there'll be another PR spin. Maybe her cousins, brothers, sisters, boyfriends, sister, uncle, maybe she'll, or his niece will say that her boobs fell off because of the COVID vaccine. I don't know, uh, you know, to take away from that. So, um, and Chris Cuomo, did you hear about that? Are you Chris? Do you watch Chris Cuomo on CNN? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I used to when I, you know, was in my full political shows um, sphere, but I haven't really been watching um, in over a year. I would say I haven't been watching since last summer, probably.
0: Yeah. um, Well, he was accused of sexual harassment by a former superior when they both worked at ABC News. And my first thing is like, oh, wow. So it runs in the Cuomo family. But when I read the full story, I'm not justifying it, but I'm like, okay, why are you coming out with this now? Because it happened at a party in 2005, and um, so he touched her on her bum, he, he grabbed her buttocks, and then he immediately apologized. He sent her an email apologizing um, for being so disrespectful, for making her feel uncomfortable. He even apologized to her husband for the disrespect and all of that. And so I was like, okay, um, is there anything more that happened to this? And again, not justifying, not excusing it, but why are you bringing it up 15, 16 years later? And then she said,
1: huh? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here.
0: (laughs) And so, and then (laughs) she was like, he's the reason why I left ABC News or he hasn't changed in 15, 16 years. And then. and then she was like, but then when he said, well, and his response to it basically was, I acknowledged when it happened that I was wrong and that's it. So he didn't offer another full-fledged or full, I was going no, to say full, I was going to say full-throated, but you know, the puns, Bull. they write themselves. Um, he didn't offer another full-fledged apology and that's what I got from it. So I'm like, well, A, he he was wrong. True. Granted, he was very wrong. No one's, is, but if he no, went. wrong immediately it didn't take you going on ABC news or anyone threatening that night. He went home and wrote an email and sent it to you and apologized. And it didn't say when I read what I read her in her New York times piece and all that, it didn't say, and she even published the emails when her piece, she published the email. So it's like, okay. Like, yeah, he does come across as frat bro sometimes, but um, yeah, is is this for the Fox News crowd? Like, I didn't understand why you're bringing this up. He's
1: trying to destroy his reputation because she's trying to piggyback off of what's happening to his brother.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, because, and, and then... and trying to and,
1: of a Feather flock together. They're, you know, brothers. They're in the same family. He was very protective of his brother, so... You know, let me tell you that he's the same exact way, but it doesn't resonate that way. So, but doesn't this
0: make it more difficult for, and, and I don't want to say legitimate claims because a lot, again, what he did, but it was acknowledged. Doesn't this make it harder for people who are coming for it today with things that have never been vindicated, adjudicated, apologize. You know,
1: no, no, I, I agree. It does. It makes it harder for women who never got an apology. Um, for you know, being sexually harassed at, at their job. Like it, it makes it harder for them to come out because it you know what? It's even gonna make it harder. Let's say there was somebody who was sexually harassed by Chris Cuomo. I'm not saying that there is, but let's say if there was somebody who was actually sexually harassed by Chris Cuomo, the fact that you came out with this story and said that he apologized that night that he did it, um, is going to delegitimize anybody else that may have experienced that with him
0: yeah so it's like well you know and this has been out for a week and normally they would there would, you would hear more about it so uh, you know it was just like so when I first read it like I saw the headline then when I went back and read the story that was my first response like birds of a feather uh is, is it something that runs in the in the Cuomo family and then once you read the full story it's just like Okay. And then his apology at first is like, I acknowledge, you know, and it was very, it was very direct. Like I acknowledged it at the time, you know, and it's not like, and it was again, 15, 16 years ago. So my thing is, why are you bringing it up now? Um, What is it for the Fox News crowd? Is this like, you know, so, I, yeah. And I, and then that's just my thing. It makes it harder for the people who to answer those questions. Why now? Why are you talking about it now? Just let it go. And again, for the people who didn't have the apology, who don't get the justice when they do talk about it, it's just like, you know, so we'll see um, what happens if there are any more to come out and say that this was a continued pattern with him or what have you. But um, and another thing that we've talked about, Scarlett Johansson and Disney have settled their suit and they hope to work um, together um, again, I think, on something called the Tower of Terror. I, I don't know if this is a movie or the new Tower of Terror rides at Disney World, but apparently she's still going to be a part of the Marvel verse in some type of way. And I think I want to say shout out to Shang-Chi. You know, I just love saying that since it's the only thing I know how to pronounce properly in Chinese.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: You know me and my uh, pronunciation is horrible, <laughs> but um, so I don't know what we're gonna do when we go to Korea. Get it? A... <laughs> but you know <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I think that went a long way with it being the number one movie of the pandemic um, for the last eighteen months, the top-grossing movie, uh, even beating out Fast and the Fast. A uh, Fast Nine, A Fast and Furious Saga. I think that went a long way to prove her point about um, how Disney utterly screwed her over, um, especially when they said for a year and a half, that's the last thing that they were going to do, was going to release her uh, Black Widow simultaneously on Disney Plus and in the movie theater. So I'm just glad they worked it out because it seemed to be getting very, very ugly. And also, um, they're going to have to work it out with the heirs and the co-creators of all of their major Marvel characters who have filed a suit to have the copyrights revert back to them. And if that is the case, we might lose our beloved Avenger movies and all of that, some of our, major, some of our most loved characters, not all of them, but some of our most beloved ones. They'll and you had it <laughs> You said they'll work it out. You think they will?: Of course. So is this a bad grab? Or are they just are are they in it no, to get it? I
1: mean, it's a legitimate thing that's out there, but I'm not concerned, and I'm not going to waste my energy thinking that this is really a possibility that Marvel is going to lose the rights to the Marvel universe. I don't believe it's going to happen, so I'm not going to put energy into considering the fact that oh, it's going. No, they're going to work it out.
0: So, but that's what I'm asking. Do you think the families are suing to get their a bigger piece of their pie, or
1: yes, and they should
0: okay so it, it they're they're in it that. They, they want a bigger piece of that bag i got yeah you.
1: marvel makes so much disney makes so much money off of um these characters heck yeah if i was the family i'd be right up in there doing for more money give me my money especially if i help create these characters please
0: <laughs> i i agree um i i couldn't agree more um Take, take it take what you can get uh, like give me my money you know technically the law says it'll revert back to me so I'm gonna take it and you're gonna pay me for it um so if if you have the rights to it I was excited when I read this you watched Teen Wolf didn't you I I did well you you, you don't sound like you were a fan I was oh you sound
1: excited about what you're about to talk about but go for it.
0: You're not excited about the Teen Wolf revival movie coming to Paramount Plus?
1: No, why? Why not? Why? Why do they need a revival movie? Exactly. Exactly. So old boy can stay off. So old boy can stay off. It's nostalgia, but there's no real reason why they need a revival movie.
0: So old boy boy can can stay off for
1: OnlyFans. No, except for the fact that only one. Of the actors has been a huge success from that whole series. Um, but the rest of them need money.
0: Nah, oh boy, Cody, who's on All American now. Um, Tyler Hecklin, who is Superman. The only one who hasn't just really, you know, turned it into this great big career is uh, what's his name, Tyler. The oh, lead okay. who plays Scott. So,
1: yeah, so you have Cody Christian who's on All American. Yeah, and Tyler Hudson who is Superman. Superman. Yeah. Okay. All right, but for a minute, super like Tyler Hodglin like he ain't have none. So um, thank goodness he was cast as Superman. So yeah, I'll give you that. Cody Christian, like he doing his thing. I love his character on All American. Um, but majority of the actors from that show are nobodies
0: um arden cho she is be- who played his girlfriend after um i forgot her name but who played his second girlfriend the girl who turned into the fox um she has been cast in a netflix show um
1: it's supposed that's to be nice really still, good that's still not a that she's well, still a nobody
0: I'm just saying not every actor is going to be just this big household name. Most of them are working actors. Majority
1: of them are still no-named actors. So, I I mean, like, you know, at the end of the day, is this a money grab? Because, you know, you still have a fan base for this movie. But I don't see a purpose for it. That's what I'm saying. I don't see a purpose for a revival of Teen Wolf.
0: I... You know, I'm I i going to disagree. Like, it depends. They also haven't said who all is coming back. Like, it's still in the beginning stages, so they don't have the cast rounded out. We know probably Tyler Hecklin, unless he just... Didn't his character die? Yeah. Okay, so we know he won't be coming back unless it's like in a supernatural form. Um, maybe Cody Christensen... Dylan O'Brien, you know, I think they would all come back as a nostalgia. They were a pretty tight cast. And I kind of want to see what they're up to, like how how it's worked out. Maybe it's good gearing it for a new school, because that is one show that I thought was really like when it fir- when they first said they were going to do Teen Wolf. I was thinking, oh, gosh, not the horrible, but cult classic uh, Michael J. Fox movie from the was it Michael J. Fox who was Teen Wolf. Yeah. From the 80s. And so they did a really good job of the show. So I liked it more than I thought I did. And I was like, although it was pretty much time for it to end, I understood when it ended. I was, it's one that I was like, okay, maybe they should reboot it with a different cast or something. So I'm interested to see what the movie is going to be. If it's just a trip down memory lane or a high school reunion type thing, or if they're doing the exact same thing. So I hope they can come up with something that's going to be interesting. Um, enough to make it worth the revival. So I'm going to leave an open book on this one. I'm not going to close it completely like you are. I have uh, I have enough excitement for the both of us, okay? hmm Yeah. All right. So we got one week, one week, two, no time to die.
1: That
0: was my show tune. Did
1: you like it? No, but it's okay. We all have talents that are just not resonating with the public.
0: My talents resonate, girl. I'm good. I, I you just don't know. I got that record contract. I'm I'm that's waiting for my signature on it. When I'm the next Beyonce, you're gonna be trying to say, remember when, remember when? Why is
1: Beyonce? Come on now. <laughs> have the he coming after you. Come on now.
0: I did not say anything bad about Beyonce. I said when I'm up on her level, you know, because of my singing. Never Let me stop that like,
1: That's like you saying, but how you would be like BTS. Come on, now you know that you know their fan base will come after you. real quick. Smooth like
0: butter, criminal undercover. Speaking of BTS, perfect segue. They <laughs> have announced that they are doing a, I guess, their tour, their their quick trip, their first official trip as dignitaries for. Um, and diplomats for South Korea was a success from all accounts it was and so I they were so excited to get out of South Korea that they have announced that they are going to have a mini we can't even call it a tour we'll say they're going to put on four shows on four consecutive not quite consecutive days but four shows at the end of November and the beginning of December in Los Angeles so um I'm excited, even though I know there's no way in hell we would get be able to get tickets to go or anything. I am excited. I, I, I think, you know, it's just hopefully getting back to that point where we can try to hustle up some BTS tickets. One of us would actually have to join ARMY to do that. So um, I vote you.
1: Then you know we ain't <laughs> never going? Why won't you? You you, need you know to just, the least likely to join ARMY out of the both of us, so...
0: I'm just saying, just join the fan club just so you know know. we can get open tickets. I ain't
1: trying to be up with no 15-year-olds. Please.
0: Uh, All right, James Corden. (laughs) You better watch your mouth. They're going to try to get you canceled, which was the dumbest thing ever.
1: It's okay if I'm canceled. Like, yeah, yeah, come come after me. Sure, go for it. Because it shows your immaturity just like it did with the whole James Corden thing. It shows the immaturity of their fan base.
0: That was the dumbest thing ever. It was a joke. Was it necessarily a funny joke? No, but it's James Corden. He doesn't always tell the funniest jokes. My but
1: aren't even like ha ha funny jokes when it comes to like late night TV. So I'm like, yeah, he so had a monologue. He made sure to point this out. He did it in a way where you were just like, oh, that's cute. And all of a sudden you come at, cause it's like, you can't say anything about them. And I feel when you've gotten so above the clouds that your fans accept doesn't accept like any criticism they don't want you speaking of them at all like it's ridiculous no it that's like, absolutely ridiculous
0: Behind rihanna's navy it's just like you it, and granted what he said was did not want the smoke of whatever army came after him and once i read it i saw i, I saw a few people going in on it and it trended and i was like but it didn't just gain attraction like Once you read read further down into the comments, because I'm like, I know not everybody can be co can be co signing on this ridiculousness. Once you got further down to the comments, you saw people telling them like, "Calm the fuck down. This is stupid," you know. So, um, yeah. But yeah. So, but you could for for the perp. You got to take one for the team. It's not to be with 15 years old. It's so we can get tickets to see BTS.
1: I'll tell you right now, I probably don't want to see BTS in concert. Why not? Because I don't want to be around 15-year-olds.
0: You're just intent on getting us canceled. Okay.
1: Well, not only
0: that, but what did you think about the JK news, that he left his brother's company for quote-unquote false advertisement for wearing a shirt or a a few shirts on and not telling people that it was his brother's company or something? Like...
1: You say that like it wasn't a big deal, Eddie. I I've gone back, <laughs>
0: I, and you know what? I've gone back and forth on it. I I really have. Like, part of me understands why people are upset, but the other part of me is like, okay, it's BTS. We shit. They can be wearing a diaper and just out and about, and someone's going to Google how much what they're wearing, who it's by, how much the diaper costs. Like Christian Dior designed this purple diaper for whatever. So I, I I get that part of it, the, but the other part is it's not like he said, "Hey, go buy this shirt." Yeah, was it subtle advertisement? But everybody does that. So I but like it's I said, not,
1: it's not the fact that he advertised a shirt that is part of his brother's company. It's the fact that he is on the um the board board of the of company company and so him being a sellout king like the rest of bts he would whatever, get money for it yeah, whatever you wear that the um your, you know your fans are going to look for it in order to purchase it themselves which means that you are making money without even saying a word that okay is where, that is where he got in trouble
0: and and I understand that. I, and that's the part I did understand. So let me ask you this. So would it have been better if he just gone on V Live and said, hey, go buy my brother's shirt? I'm part of the company.
1: No, it'd have been better if he just didn't wear it at all. He didn't wear it where it was advertised. You can wear it on an everyday thing. If you get photographs wearing it, fantastic. But you purposely wore it, posted a picture on the Twitter for BTS, and then you purposely wore it on a V Live. So out of all the outfits that you could have chosen to wear and publicize, you chose your brother's design to wear. That's that's where the issue comes in. It's not that he just happened to get captured wearing it. No, he chose to wear it knowing that you were going to be taking a picture and posting it on the BTS Twitter account. And you were going to go on Live. Okay.
0: I I I can see that, and that was that was part of my mindset. But okay, it's still not just this whole big deal to me because people would have brought it bought it anyway. But I get what you're saying. The deceptiveness of it is where the problem comes in. Um, But back to my original, when I was singing before you. you know, so rudely try to say, insinuate that I have no talent for singing, which we all know is not true. Um, No Time to Die comes out next week. I'm so excited. So, so excited. I've been waiting forever for this movie. And from all the blurbs, because I've I've stayed away from it, but for all the blurbs, they say it's a hell of a movie. So we will find out and stay tuned because, of course, we're doing an episode. So just, you know, keep it locked for that. But Daniel Craig made the news, you know, got the headline king. He made the news when he said that basically paraphrasing here, um, that a woman should not be the next bond. And he said that better roles should be written for
1: women. What do you think about that, Eddie?
0: I think both, I think two things can be true. I think a woman can be bond, um, and I think better roles do need to be written for women, especially when it comes to action and um thriller movies like. Um, but yeah, and I get that Bond is a classic. I get that traditionally he's always been a white male, but it kind of goes to the should a black person or a black man be allowed to play Bond? And my answer is yes. And they're like, Well, go make the rules for your own. And my whole my, my argument is it's kind of like the Oscars. You know, for a lot, for a long time, a lot of Black shows or the Almas or any group that has their own awards that recognizes achievements in their in their culture. It's great. And you're doing it for the culture, but also nothing can, it still doesn't take the place of having that pinnacle award. And that is the Oscars, you know, the, the pinnacle of entertainment awards would be the Oscars. So the pinnacle of spy films would be James Bond and playing James Bond. So And I think that the women, especially Lashana Lynch uh, in the past few, have shown that she could hold her own as a Bond S or a part as MI6 in that Bond program. So, um, yeah, if it's done the right way, should it be be to just appease the crowd and be a PC thing? No. But if it's done the right way, I think absolutely a woman um, could play Bond or someone of color could play Bond. Yes. What about you?
1: I disagree. Um, and the reason why I disagree is because to make a woman be like to say a woman can play bond. Yes. Anybody can play bond mm-hmm. Anyone. of any race, any gender, they can play bond now, but because of how iconic bond is, you give, let's say that they were to cast a woman for the next bond. James Bond. Okay, so you're signing a three picture deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You rec- you know, you film, you know, and everything like that. The movie comes out, and the movie does not sell. Now, granted, it's going to sell because of the name of Bond, but it does not get to the level of when Pierce Brosnan was Bond, when Daniel Craig was Bond. It destroys the momentum of a woman being cast again in such an iconic role. I am with it on, I understood what he said when he said, create roles for women that are as amazing as Bond. Create roles for Black people that are as as amazing as Bond. Because if it's not successful as Bond is now, it destroys the momentum for the whole group,
0: but and, but that's the thing. The bond momentum has been destroyed. There have been some bad bonds, and so but they, you know. But and right
1: it, now, is bond bad? No. So you you we can't look at the past bonds, but if like let's throw Pierce Brosnan because I think he had some of the worst Bond movies. But looking at Daniel Craig, when Daniel Craig leaves, he's going to be leaving at top notch. Then to say that you're going to replace Daniel Craig with a female Bond, I do not think that that movie would sell as much as the previous Bond. You're gonna be compared to Daniel Craig's Bond. It's not gonna sell as well. People are not gonna watch it on the level that they watched it when Daniel Craig was Bond, when it was a white man who was Bond. And I feel that that is gonna put a taint on the achievement of having women as these iconic characters. I, I I can see the purpose of saying, create characters for these women, instead and I, of giving it to a woman, giving James Bond to a woman.
0: And I agree, two things can be true. I believe that someone of color and a woman and or both can play the role of Bond. Um, white men, British white men don't have the, the license to kill or the license to being a badass spy, no pun intended. That's a Bond reference. But um, And as far as whoever is the next person, like Sony has already said that they're not going to announce it um, until, or as the MGM, whoever owns the Bond rights said that they're not going to even announce the next Bond until next year. Um, but the same thing was said after Sean Connery, who was probably... Um, the most popular bond, um, you know, after Sean Connery left the role, uh, the same thing was said about who would come in. And I think it was someone named George Lazenby. And apparently he was horrible. He only did one film. Then you had uh, Roger Moore, who was the bond of the eighties. And I, I, you know, I, I wasn't particularly crazy about the Moore bonds, but you know, and then you have the nineties, Timothy Dalton. And so it took them a while to find this bond. Um, and, and, So I get it, but it's just a role that is going to be "quote unquote" recycled. So, and I'm not, and like I said, if it's the right fit and you're doing it because it is the right fit, you have the right story, then yes. But if you're doing it just to check a box and say, "Oh, we're hip, we're down with this, we're progressives too," then no, don't do it. But
1: they're going to check a box, though, Eddie. Like that's that's the thing on people who are upset about this. At the end of the day, if they were to make a woman bond, it's to check a box. It's not, well, it's, not it's not for a story. It's to check a box. If let it's me ask a black character. It's to check a box.
0: Not always. Let me ask you this. LaShawna Lynch. Like I said, she's proven to be badass. She's already part of the bond program because we know James Bond is not his real name. He gives up his whoever who's has Lashana that Lynch?
1: role. Is that the, the black woman who's going to be in the new No Time to Die?
0: Yes, and she was okay. in the last one. So she's already part of the series. She's already worked in him, with him as his partner. Would, wouldn't that make sense if she filled no, the role? She's
1: still, they're still checking the box. And they checked two boxes at one time.
0: I disagree. I don't. So anytime a black no, wait, person wait, takes wait, over so an iconic role. Can,
1: wait, but Eddie, do you really think that she can sell the Bond movie on the level of what the Bond franchise is? Do you really think that people are going to come out in droves to see her the same way that they come out in droves now to see Daniel Craig or a white man. Like, I feel like this movie is a, is a level of privilege that um, is not going to resonate as well. If you, if you just put, if you just put it as a black man or you put it as a woman, it's going to sell to a level, but it's going to still undersell where they want it to be. It's going to undersell.
0: Well, I remember when Jan- when Daniel Craig took over the role. He was an unpopular choice. They did not want Daniel Craig. Um, it took past, even after Casino Royale, they were still calling for him not to do it. I think it was only the second or third movie where he really gained that momentum and became so popular as James Bond. So but He's it,
1: a white it, man.
0: But, and so, I mean, we that's what I'm saying. Anytime, if that was the attitude that we've had that, oh, you can't do it because traditionally white men have done this, then we wouldn't be, we would still be back in the 1800s, 1700s because at one point it's always about checking a box if that's the, if that's the way we're going to look at it. People have got to come along and check those boxes. But yes, I also agree that they should write better roles for people of color and women in general. So two things can be true. I think that whoever stepped whoever the next bond is going to be regardless white man, blue man, black man, woman, whatever, they are going to have big big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill. And it made you know when daniel Craig took over the james bond franchise they were all saying oh you should just end it it's outdated it, you know it probably should have ended with sean connery so it wasn't in a great place when he re- when he took over he rebuilt the franchise so this is kind of like sean re- um, like sean connery passing the torch again so we'll we'll uh, see yeah, i'm i'm, I'm I-
1: Yeah, we're going to. I I look at the money aspects of it, and I, I, I can honestly acknowledge as a black woman that I do not see um, it selling as well. Just the franchise in general, what it stands for, resonating as well. If you change the race and the gender of James Bond, not to say that a woman couldn't be it, but if we take that account out of it. And we look at the money aspects of it, and the the, how iconic James Bond is. I just and who he represents, who the character of James Bond represents. Um, You know his characteristics, the features. You know what he represents to society. I just don't see it resonating as well. You'd have to change the whole entire character of James Bond, the personality of James Bond. And when you change the personality, just create a new character. Why replace them, you know, why, why replace it with a woman when you can just create a new character like they did um, for, uh, what is her name, Lashandra. Um, you know, and, and go from there. You can even try a spin-off, but I do not see it where the, who the character of James Bond is resonating as well when you change the race and the gender of that character.
0: So you're saying women and people of color can't have that Bond swag? You know we invented swag like that we ooze that charm and that characteristic but it's not
1: it's not it's not just a swag it's a white male privilege swag and no we can't resonate that white male privilege swag james bond has so much white male privilege like there it, it, it's top notch um how he presents himself how he talks how he walks, the shit that he does, like, you know, it it. I just don't think, no, I, I don't think it would resonate as well. I don't think it would be a, a new character. It would be a new character who just happens to share the name of James Bond. That's and- how I feel. They would change the personality too much.
0: Okay. Well, we agree. I do agree with you, The The white male privilege is not anything that can be replicated unless it's by another white male, so I get that completely, but we will see. I guess we'll have to uh, watch this space until 2022 and have this argument again when they announce who the new James Bond will be. Um, you're not even excited about the possibility of Idris? No. Okay. Um, so, but speaking of badass Black women, um, Joy Reid um, from M- MSNBC News, she was talking about um, Gabby Petito. Petito the missing persons case. And she brought up a very interesting point um, at the height of the case before they have found um, Gabby's body. Um, she talked about the way it was handled and how we, this country seems to be obsessed with white, um, white what was it? Missing white woman syndrome. Yeah. And whenever a pretty blonde, blue eyed white woman goes missing or white woman goes missing, we you turn over every stone. It's on every news channel on the front of every page, um, news page at the top of every blog until we find that woman. But every day, thousands and thousands of people of color, hundreds of people of color go missing and they don't get, we don't give them that same energy. And of course, you know, they came for the people at faux news came for, um, and, but she's, tr- she's right. Because as soon as she said that the next day, they were highlighting missing people of color, um, And so it's just like, it shouldn't take that for us to get the same attention because we go missing too, you know. And I remember having this conversation with a friend last year, like, hey, if something were to happen to you, they would be, you would be all over the news. If something were to happen to me, my mom would be lucky. She could get anybody to pay attention. Oh, I probably ran away. I was unhappy Mm -hmm. with my life, blah, 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 you know. I I all of a sudden stepped outside of myself because of something that was, you know, it would be all these excuses as to why I'm gone. And I would probably never get that same attention, but she would get it just because of the color of her skin. And so I think she proved the point, you know.
1: No, I agree. Like, I don't think we, you know, I don't have anything to add. Like, Joy Reid, she pointed something out that, you know, we as people of color have noticed for a very long time and you know, then they want to clutch their, clutch their pearls when somebody actually speaks on it in the media, you know, on, on what are you talking about? And then they try to prove you wrong, but in the end, they end up proving you right.
0: Yeah. And you know, and just from the way that case is handled, like there is no way that they would have let her boyfriend, if he had been a different color, um, go home, sit at his house and then disappear without a trace. No way at all, none whatsoever. So just from top to bottom, the way this case was handled, um, we can go back to this was the height of uh, white male privilege, as you would just for what their, pro- their now prime suspect um, has been able to get away with um, since this happened. So um, again, watch this space, I guess, to see if he ever turns up. Yeah. Um, and what happens to him when he does? Um, anything else? I think that just about brings us to the end. Oh, one thing I'm excited for Tuesday. Now, you probably know more about this on Tuesday. Are we getting full Young J mini album or just a single?
1: Full Young J mini album. Super, super excited. He is the final one. Um, to actually come out with something um, after leaving JYP um, as a member of God Seven, so yeah, we're we're getting we're getting an album, we're getting a oh. mini album, you know. So does that make it only Jin Young and Mark are the only ones who've released singles, but not an actual? yeah
0: just well no jackson hasn't released an album he just he's releasing songs yeah he's released a whole bunch of music but whenever you go back and try to find a whole jackson album um the last i heard he's working on the full album so um, i'm interested and i've actually liked jackson's music more than i thought i would like I don't know. I guess cuz he, he you know we got a limited taste of what he could do and you always just thought he would be a rapper but I actually like Jackson's music what he's doing over there at Team Wing um more than I thought and I am excited. Did you like the did, the first song is going to be called Vibin and I saw the teaser. Did you I, did you watch the
1: teaser? I, yes. I I'm excited. Like I am yeah. I like and you know I I always have loved Young Jay. Um you know he's Let's put it out there. The least popular member um, of Got7. But I've always loved him because I know like he, I, I love talent and he's a really, really, really good singer. Like he's a ballad. He's usually a ballad singer, but the teasers that I've heard of this new song, I'm like, I'm going to love it. Like, I, I think I'm going to like it. I like the video teasers that he's put out as well, for the music video that's going to come out. So definitely excited. Hey, did you listen to Key's CD? I did. What'd you think?
0: I liked it. It took me a moment because, you know, I've listened to so much since then. But yeah, I did. I liked it. Um, I am trying to find a way to feature it, but I, I, I enjoyed it more than I thought it was. Especially for me not to have been a big fan of Shiny. Like, I didn't know them before, obviously. And then when I did know, you know, it, it was after everything. And most of them were in the military besides um, Taymen. And then... Um, I wasn't excited as excited about their comeback as you were. There were some songs I did like, and I listened to it several times because I know Shiny's history and legacy and how popular they were. And I uh, and it, I think Shiny is going to be one of those groups where I appreciate them all individually, but as a group, they haven't done anything to just truly win me over yet. But, um, you know, I do appreciate their their place in the K-pop legacy and all of that kind of stuff. So um I, I'm interested I, I was I did enjoy it more than I thought I would. So I'm interested. Is he the one from New York?
1: So I found out he's actually full Korean, but okay. he like he loves New York. like so they his nickname is New York. so they okay. used to call him New York, but he's actually Korean because I was just like, wait if he's from New York, why did he serve in the military? And then to find out like he really is like Korean, but you know, because he's such in the fashion world and everything like that, like he's a huge deal <laughs> in the fashion world. Um, He's made a name for himself, but yeah, like I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. I really, really did like it. I didn't, I would say I didn't like it like 100%, 100% the way that I thought I would But Mm -hmm. I enjoy, I can listen to it over and over again. But it did not hit me the way that I thought it was going to because I'm like, I'm a huge fan of Key. Like he's my favorite, favorite member of Shiny. So, but I I did enjoy it. Overall, I did enjoy it. So, yeah, yeah.
0: I think I'm on, I'm on the same plane opposite. I liked it more than I thought I would. So I was able to listen. So I've been able to listen to it. And it's grown on me. The more I listen to it, the more I tend to like it, the more I have an appreciation for it. Um, so far, I think it, it, D.O. is he? No, he's an XO. Um, but so far, um, Taemin from Shiny, that his last album was, has been my favorite. Um. Yeah. Tay, yeah.
1: Keith and I dethroned Tay Min.
0: No, cause Men, um, he did a mic drop before he went into the military. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> fuck it. I'm giving you something to miss me. Um, so oh, yeah. yeah, that was a mic drop. Um,
1: O2 so, yeah, coming out next, and I told you like Onu is kind of like Young Jay, you know, he's a ballad singer. So, but he's supposed to be coming out next, so I'm excited. Okay,
0: we're gonna have to get our K pop episode together. Our, our we gonna have a
1: K-pop, y'all, we're gonna have a K pop wrap up at the end of the year just to kind of talk about like, you know, our whole uh love for K pop. <laughs>
0: K pop throwing some K dramas because you know there's been a lot
1: of those that's been Def- watched. Ooh, and did you hear about Monster X?
0: Yes, prepping their second um full English album as a five sum. This is gonna be interesting. Uh I'm gonna be interested to see. But about
1: the um uh, but also they're gonna be on um oh my god, what is the concert called?
0: Jing- jing- jingle jingle jam- Jingle Jingle oh the jingle rock. Yeah. Oh okay, no, I didn't hear that. I heard yeah, about the second
1: going- yeah.
0: Oh cool. I, I'm excited. I'm I'm really, really excited. But they're so. gonna
1: be a five they're gonna be a five member. And I am yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, they've done it like when they I know we talked about it. Shonu was in the video for the song that they just released, and I can't remember the name right now. I even though I like it, it's only one something one day, yeah. And so um when they sung it live or when they did it on the shows, it was just the four of them and I missed Shonu from the fact that hey, I'm used to seeing him and he's so damn good looking and it's just like but where's you my tell Shonu his part was his. Yeah, but as for vocally, you didn't miss him. They did a good job of filling in that hole, you know. But you still miss Shonu. But vocally, they did they did a really good job of filling in the holes.
1: Yeah, I think so too because Minnie, I think it was Minnie who sang his. I love how we be giving them nicknames, but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Minnie was the one who took over singing his his part. Um, in the song, so yeah, so you just didn't hear the recording. It's like I think from what I've noticed, BTS is the only one that's like never actually done Sugar's parts when they perform perform the songs. They would just literally just have his recording playing. Um,
0: I think one, I want to say one time, JK did Sugar's part one okay. time. And um and all
1: the other times it's just they've
0: just let it play. All, all the other times they just let it play. One time JK's done sugar sugar's part, and then every other time they just let it play. Okay. So, um, but yeah. Um, all right. Well, I guess that is it. So we so stay tuned. Next episode we'll just give a quick, quick review of Young Jay. I'm I'm really excited about that. So and that does it. Unless you have something else. No. <laughs> Okay, this is a perfect time to mention that, you know, one day we're going to get that popcorn and that news intro. Be professional over here.
1: Oh, so now we getting greedy. <laughs> <laughs> did we just have a conversation about this, Eddie?
0: You know, I'm being that kid. I'm still trying to wait. I'm just your mama tell you no. You still try to find a way it's to. Like, it's to like get. you throw a
1: whole bunch of stuff out, of you hoping you get at least one thing if you if you give a whole bunch of options.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that does it for this episode of the rewind. Please be sure to listen, like, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and or Spotify Podcasts. You can also keep up to date on the latest in entertainment and pop culture news as well as other amazing kernels of pop culture goodness daily at the popcornwindown.com. That's it. That's the plug. This is the part where you would insert my popcorn sound effect. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> <laughs> and then the news part. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. And as always, until next time, I'm Eddie.
1: And I'm Tammy. Bye. Peace.